Hey, Podcast Relaunch, welcome back. Big Esports Podcast or Big Gaming Live. Um, like I've talked about and I will talk about in the podcast upcoming you're about to listen to, I've decided to change uh, the scope of this podcast a little bit. I was getting a little bit sick of always having the same kind of conversations, sales in esports, esports versus gaming, content, merchandise versus esports, etc. Um, still going to have on some amazing guests, but it's going to be a little bit more casual and I'm going to be bringing on a lot more of my friends who are influencers onto here as well. So kicking off today, we've got Fusion Android, a Minecraft YouTuber who lives in Australia. He bought a house in cash at 22 years old of ad revenue. And for better or for worse, he doesn't really have a plan. He just creates a lot of videos, makes some good money, and he's just seeing where he goes with it. So we have a bit of an honest conversation, friend to friend about that. I hope you enjoy. We also started to put in a few comments from the chat in here as well. It's maybe something that we'll continue doing as well. So if you want to watch these live, they're live on my LinkedIn, Smithy Mayo, and they're live on twitch.tv forward slash big esports GG. So make sure you follow, make sure you Make sure you subscribe and make sure you comment and like. Thanks so much for joining us throughout this journey. Hopefully you enjoy what we're working on now. I love this conversation. Hopefully you do too. Enjoy. Fusion, we've done it. We're live. How are you? Yo, I'm good. I'm good. Excited, man. Not not quite as excited because I thought that maybe, just maybe I'd be able to wrangle you into your first ever face reveal. <laughs> Never. Are you, are you ever going to do one? Uh, I think eventually I will. Yeah. I feel like you've you've had like a side of face reveal and like a your cheeks because sometimes you take a photo. I've of like done like a, a face reveal when I hit like 100k, but that was like a while ago, and people still tell me to do a face reveal, so they probably just haven't seen that. Damn! So if they really <laughs> want to see you, they just got to go back through. The yeah, box. they got they got to search. <laughs> is there like a is there like a particular reason that that you don't want to do a face reveal? Is it just because like I don't know, oh. you don't want people to track you down the street, or you just don't care, or I don't know. I just like, even though most of the audience is like from overseas, I feel like if I was to get spotted here, like, I don't know, I don't want to get jumped on or like, just, I want to be able to do daily things about, you know, people yeah. coming up to you and be like, Oh my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. I that makes know. sense. Like, Cause, cause like, obviously like we, you know, we know the misfits, like the influencer crew here. And I remember like when I was at Corsair doing some work with them being exposed to that for the first time, like we did like an ad hoc meetup at, uh, at the Corsair booth at PAX, but we needed like actual security there. So, you know, we had to have like an exit plan for them. We had to have a roped off area and, you know, we had a yeah. line of like 700 people that rocked up just off a couple of tweets. They were just like, Hey, we're hanging out here. Come see us. And like all these people from PAX just like flooded in. So it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'll eventually do it. <laughs> eventually, yeah. yeah. Just, just I don't know. Everyone keeps telling me do like face cam videos and stuff, and maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I guess like some some people I've talked to about that, like like one of my other mates. I think we talked about a bit. Rocket Jump Ninja, who does like mouse reviews and stuff. He he has shown his face a little bit, but his opinion is like I want my product to be about like my content, not about me. So, like, that's why he doesn't want to show his face. I feel like, uh, I don't know, you have more of a connection with your audience if you do. And that's why I will probably eventually. But for now, I just it's easier to just hit record, not get ready and dressed up and, you know. Yeah. We were just so, talking about that before. Hey, I, I recorded, like, a selfie video, like, an hour before we went live. And I realized I was like, damn, that I was wearing, like, this shirt, but it was all crinkly and all this kind of stuff. So <laughs> change. Yeah, I'm not see, used to it, man. You have to think about all these things, but no face cam, boom, just easy as. 
You could be completely naked right now. We'd have no idea. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so maybe that's how you record every single video. I think that makes sense. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah. So I guess like for, for anyone who's tuning in right now, because we're live on Twitch, we're live on LinkedIn, this will be a video podcast later and an audio-only podcast. Like for, for those who don't know or only follow this podcast feed, I've decided to change up the way that we do the Big Esports podcast a bit. So I thought like the, the perfect first guest would be Fusion to come on board. And um, really I got kind of – I got kind of sick of talking about the same stuff all the time. Like in the past, in the podcast, I was always, you know, I was talking to exciting people like the chief revenue officer of FaZe Clan, you know, who makes all the money with them, you know, talking to some ex-pro players and that kind of stuff. But I was always talking about the same stuff every single time. I was always just talking about sales in esports, about where the market's going, about how gaming is bigger than esports. Um, and, you know, these kind of like general topics. And I wanted to have a bit more of a casual chat. And some yeah. of my inspirations for that is, you know, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a bit. I listen to the Lex Friedman podcast a bit, who's like an AI researcher guy. And also these, these awesome blokes in Australia called the Funny Business Podcast as well, which I was on. And I thought, I think it feels, it feels more like me. And like you and I, Fusion, we talk, I don't know, probably every every two or three days, I reckon, through Twitter DM. And I think we have some yeah. pretty good convos. So, you know, yeah. what better to, to bring you on for a chat, right? Yeah. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about yourself. So some real cliff notes, I guess, to introduce you um, because you're a pretty humble guy. You know, you've got over 2 million subscribers on YouTube. You bought a house in cash at 22 years old, um, you know, in Australia where you live. You know, you've got a, you've got a nice car, you know, you've got a nice house that you fitted out. You work extremely hard. You're you're releasing a ridiculous amount of videos per week and you do it all pretty much by yourself with, with basically no external help. So give us a, a little bit of a rundown. Like what does your day today look like? You know, how did you get to where you are today? Um, well, besides a lot of sleep, <laughs> when I do get, you know, going, so I just kind of like think of random ideas or I go on YouTube, get some inspiration from other people and then I just record that, edit it, make the thumbnail. Uh, all of that takes up to like, could be two to three hours and yeah, that's pretty much for that part. Yeah. Uh, what was the next question? It's cra- It's crazy because like, I, you know, like, like we've done some yeah. work together with NVIDIA and some other brands and you yeah, obviously yeah. you had a lot of sponsors in the past and mm-hmm. usually I have to function as almost like that translator between like you and, and the companies because it's crazy to the, and I don't, I don't even know if you've experienced this before, but it's crazy to these company people that someone could just be so young and so ad hoc yet making like, you know, decent amount of money and have a ton of fans at the same time. Because imagine you're like, imagine you're like a 60 year old dude in a suit, right? And you've gone through like eight years of university and you're like running these massive companies and making millions of dollars. And there's this kid that's going to expose, you know, in their eyes, a kid that's going to expose their products. And you're just like, yeah, you know, I just get a bit of sleep. I wake up, you know, yeah. make a YouTube video. I just search yeah. through YouTube. Like, it's nuts, right? Yeah. It's a very like laid back, casual Sometimes, you know, take a day off whenever I need to. Yeah. It's great. But your, but your content schedule is pretty intense, yeah. right? Like, do you, like, how does, how does your schedule look for how many videos you're releasing per week across your channels? Oh, geez. Uh, I try to upload. So for my main channel, I try to upload every day except for Mondays and Wednesdays. Cause I found that on those days, especially Monday, oh my God, Monday is the worst to upload on. Yeah, okay. Because everyone's going back to school, views just drop dramatically. Uh, but yeah, I try to upload every day besides those two. And for my second channel, I think I try to upload like every second day if I can. So, so why? 
So like why across two channels? Do you do two different styles of content? Like, like why, why have you decided to make two channels? Uh, they're both Minecraft, but I decided to make the second Minecraft as well. Just something I wouldn't upload on my main. So for the second, I do like mods and stuff. And for my main, I do more like role play style videos. So I felt like I couldn't really do it on my main. I feel like I'm stuck on my main doing kind of the same thing. But for my second, I feel more free to just upload whatever. Yeah. And it makes yeah. it makes sense, right? Like if you're a, you know, if, if you're a Twitch streamer, generally you've got different content on Twitch versus on YouTube versus Instagram, right? So basically, you're just trying to diversify to to make yeah. sure that if someone follows you for one channel, you know, they might want to follow both, or they might only want to follow one at a time. Is that why? Yeah, yeah. So like, how does how does someone like you get started then? Like if you're, you know, a, you know, I get asked this question all the time. It's like, hey, yeah. my son's 14 years old. He's obsessed with Roblox. You know, he wants to be a YouTuber. Like, like, where did you start from? Oh, geez. When I first started, I had a laptop with the webcam and uh, like an Android tablet. And I would just like record myself with my hands showing. Had no screen recorder at the time. So I just used the webcam and just like speak over the top of it. Like um, some professional YouTuber at the time. It was yeah. so funny. And oh, when I watch back at it, it's just so cringe. But I guess you got to start, you know, somewhere. Uh, and over time, you know, I was able to afford to get a better mic, a better setup, so I can actually, you know, do YouTube properly. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And also because uh, I had like three little kids in the house, very difficult to record videos. So, what I would used yeah. to do is get my uh, laptop and my mic, and I'd sit in the car that was parked in the garage. And I would come out sweating. Like I had to do it a lot of times and I didn't like it. I was just like struggling to breathe in it, but I wanted to just grind and grind and keep uploading. It was the only thing I had because the noise in the house is just insane. <laughs> Damn, so, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. 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 So like how old were you when you started? You're 22 now, right? How long yeah. Have you been doing? Uh, started in 2013. Yeah, right. So seven so, years. Ago. Yeah. So like how, how long does it take, like how long did it take for you to get traction? Was there like a period of time when you just kind of like sat back and went, well, okay, like I'm actually making some money. I've got some fans, like people actually are hanging out to see my videos. It's not just me sweating in a car. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say for the whole of 2013, it was very slow. Like, I mean, I was doing like Clash of Clans at the time. I wasn't even doing Minecraft. So yeah, okay. in like 2014 when I, I started doing uh, Minecraft, but I think it was around like 2015 when it took off a little bit more uh, than like 2016, I think is when I hit 100K, if I'm yeah. not wrong. So yeah, that's when everything kind of happens. <laughs> and is there like a, is there like a period of time where you, you know, when talk to your parents about this, when you were like, Hey, it's not just this stupid thing I'm doing on the internet while my, you know, little brothers and sisters are running around the house screaming. Like I'm actually, you know, making some dollars out of this now. Well, I was at college at the time. I think it was at like 400 K when I was doing it. And I wanted right. to just have like one year off and they're like, okay, you can do that. Uh, but if you know, nothing happens, you have to go back next year. So yeah. I did the whole year, but it kind of just kind of like stayed at, um, you know, the same kind of earnings. So 
my parents were like, all right, you might need to go back and stuff. But I still didn't listen to them. I was just like, no, 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 I can do this. I can do it, please. I don't want to go back. <laughs> um, and then I think the year after that. And since then, uh, they have never mentioned to go back to to college. So. Yeah, I was telling I was telling some of my friends. It's like like before you moved down and got your own place. It's like opposite land in your house. Like I've seen your Insta stories, and you know it's all obviously it's all public stuff that we'll talk about today. No no private stuff, but you know mm-hmm. like I see your Insta stories. You're like giving your parents cash for their birthday. You're like taking uh, them yeah. on shopping sprees. Like it's literal opposite land in your house. It's yeah, they they say don't give us this much. Like you know, thanks so much for you know spoiling us, but you know keep that keep that money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, and we talked about this before. Someone else I've interviewed a bit who I, I think like has a really similar way of thinking to you and even younger, like Kieran, who's 19 and runs a lucid talent agency. And, you know, he's been on the podcast before. He's done like $3 million in sales since March, which is ridiculous as a 19 year old. But he has a really hard time explaining to his friends what he does. Do you, do you have any of the same issues? Like he's, he, he was telling me a story in the podcast, like he's literally at school and he's learning business and then um, the teacher's like, okay, now class, we're going to teach you what return and exposure is and what CPM means. And he's there literally, like he's told the teachers, he's like, I'm literally making 20 times what you're earning per year. Like, can I just not do this? Like, do I have to do this? And they don't understand. And he said, like, you know, he's talking to his friends and he'll show his friends, like, you see this YouTube video that's got 3 million views? You see how there's an ad? I did that. I got that ad. But he <laughs> said his friends literally just think he's a scammer. That, that's all I think that he does. That's really? Uh, well, I'd say my friends are pretty, like, they, they know a lot about YouTube. But if it's, like, new people that ask me, like, what I do, they just – think I'm either lying or something. They don't believe it. They're just like, how can you earn that much on YouTube? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, uh, That's pretty nuts. Like, what is, like, what does your family think about it? Like your close family and extended family? Um, they, they think it's crazy. Like, they're just like, what? <laughs> like, how? That doesn't make any sense. Like, how can YouTube do this? Like, my dad is an estimator. And he like looks at my earnings and he's just like, get out of here. Like (laughs) it's not even when you're like part of that family. Cause I think like some of it is just like the bias of it's something they don't know. Right. Like I talked to a politician here in Melbourne, um, Mm -hmm. a previous premier of of the Victoria, of the state of Victoria. And I could see it like clicking in his head. You know, I was talking about like how big gaming is and esports and whatever. And then he was like, you know what? My son only wants to play Minecraft on the iPad. And then when all his friends come over, all they want to do is play Minecraft on the iPad and they wake up at some ungodly hour every Thursday for like a Jacksepticeye release or something like that every week. So maybe there are like actual people who enjoy this and it's not just my one kid who, who's just in the yeah, for yeah. liking this stuff. Yeah, it's definitely huge. It's massive. What about like your what about like your brothers and sisters and your and your friends? Like are any any of those guys making content asking you for shout outs or, or tips or advice? Uh, no, but my little brother watches my videos. <laughs> they actually, they actually like, uh, cause it's my little brother and two little like nephews. They, um, yeah, okay. they all live in the same household, but they like, when I come over, they're like fusion droid, fusion droid. I'm like, wait, what? I'm, I'm not just, I'm your brother too. Like what? <laughs> That's pretty funny. 
they're like, yeah. they're like following you as fans. I get like um, some people I work with, I introduce them to you, like one of my mentors and he, he loves to like jokingly complain about you all the time. He's like, Chris, since like, apparently since I introduced him and his kids to you, they don't watch cricket anymore. They don't watch rugby. They don't watch AFL. It's a literally fusion joint on the TV. 24. Oh, really? oh. I'll send you that. I'll send you the check in the mail for this, for the CPM for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, getting wow. Those, getting those new fans. So like, <laughs> Was there like a was there like a period of time or, or you know when when was it that you kind of did sit back and you said okay I'm actually making some actual money from this now like this this might be something that, that I can do was there like a, a certain amount of subscribers like a certain type of videos um, a certain amount of views that you were getting uh, yeah so oh when when was it I think it was 2018 I think it was around like Christmas I started to do uh, the do not choose series and that's what just exploded out of nowhere i was like whoa okay well Mm. i'll be i'll be silly to not do another one so i tried another one and then that one just i don't know i just kept getting recommended very hard at that time and i was like okay i have to just keep doing this yeah so i guess yeah yeah, keep going so keep going uh like it, it worked for pretty much like two years straight and i was not expecting that because I guess there's like a, a couple of things to break down from that, right? Like number one, you said you did a series. So that's like super common for you and other Minecraft channels, right? So can you just explain basically what, what like a content series actually means? Uh, what do you mean by that? Like, like you said that you made a do not choose series. Like what does that actually mean? What, what is a series? Uh, well, this is, it's not so much like a continued series, kind of like a let's play what other people do. Like, you know, in their previous video, then it's like continued. Mine was always something different, but it has like the same, like, I guess, feel about it in the same style. So mm. basically so, I would just call it a series, but it wasn't like continued. So I don't know. It's kind of like a, a similar <laughs> timeline of story, right? That's hosted on your kind of like, yeah, page. A little bit. Yeah. And there's, um, and you know, I guess that's, it's something that I've seen like super common that's helped people blow up in the past. Is that, is that something that a lot of YouTubers are doing these days? Like a, there was an Aussie CSGO YouTuber I worked with for a bit who had like a road to global elite series. And that, that's also what exploded his channel. So is that what you're mainly based on? Are you trying to do like those story based series? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I, I think, uh, so like let's play series is, I feel like it's harder to grow from just because there's so many like let's plays out there so if you were to do a series i feel like you would have to do something that no one has done before so that's kind of like pretty difficult to do but yeah and i guess you you started pretty early in the game right like if i think back to 2013 there weren't many full-time youtubers like in the world at all so do you think that's part of like why you're able to grow just because you've been around for for that long It, it could play yeah yeah it could be like, do you... But it's never too late to, you know, start now if you wanted to. Yeah, and I guess, like, the main thing you said, right, is you have to be different because there's, like, millions of YouTubers in the world. They're all, you know, starting out sweating in the car, creating, creating flash <laughs> like, You've got to have something different, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, like, you know, I guess the, the, the super obvious example I always use for that is Dr. Disrespect. Like he's the obvious example for someone who's super different. He's got that 80s vibe. You know, he pretends that he's like the two-time world champion. He looks like that, you know, porno stash 80s cop that you would always see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 
And that's why, that's why people want to follow him. And I guess like the other, the other thing that you said that, that I wanted to ask you a bit more as well is like, you said that your videos were getting in recommended. So, so yep. for those people who don't know, like, you know, every, every social media, including YouTube lives and dies by the algorithm. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's various levels of conspiracy theorists, I think that come when, when it's to the algorithm. So like one of my good mates, um, tech city, who's 400,000 subscribers, he lives in the gold coast. Um, and he's a tech YouTuber. I would put him like way on the conspiracy theory side of the algorithm. He's always telling me this, this mad crazy stuff, but for you, like it's your full-time job to become recommended to, to more people, to reach more than just your subscribers. So like yeah. how much effort do you put into understanding the algorithm? Like have there's been a lot of like hands-on study over the years? Is, is it something that you always have to think about or is it always just, I'm going to make good content. I'm going to keep making it and, and that's it. Yeah. I, I don't like, you know, research much about it. I just kind of go with the flow, but I can definitely like see when a change is happening. And that is like now because my views have dropped a little bit on my main while okay. for my second, it's like kind of gone up. So the algorithm has definitely changed, but I don't know what exactly I have to do, but I just kind of like gauge by what everyone else is doing. And if, if it's working for them, then they must be doing something to do with the algorithm. So I give that a go. And if it works, it works. And it's got to be like the way I would explain it, um, you know, cause obviously I create a lot of content on LinkedIn is like, there's so many high highs and low lows. Like sometimes you just get, like, I remember one time last year, I, for some reason I got super boosted in the algorithm people to add me. And I literally woke up to like 150 people added me on LinkedIn overnight, which even now at my size, I'll get maybe 10 to 20 per day. And in those days I was getting maybe three to four. So it feels great when that's happening, but then yeah, afterwards was, you're just there in yeah. shock. You're like, well, how do I do that again? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. That's success. It's definitely like a roller coaster of emotions. <laughs> yeah. And that's, and I guess that explains part of why, you know, people would have seen our content change, like with, with big esports and what I'm doing. And, you know, we tried to up our quality of content and we saw that got us super boosted really well. Cause to be honest, the quality of content on LinkedIn as a whole is extremely, extremely low. So we figured that, hey, if we make graphics that are really pleasing and we make videos that are nicely edited, like people are going to follow us because of that, which we do. But um, yeah. for you and, and on YouTube, like you've got to do things like gaming hashtags. I know we've talked about that in the past before. You gave me some advice about, you know, typing in the word Minecraft and then seeing what all the 20 recommendeds are and putting all those hashtags in. Like what are yeah. some other tips that you can give to people who are just starting out trying to understand the algorithm? Um, you try to like make a good thumbnail or if you did see uh, a video that did really well, like their thumbnail, you want to try to, I guess, copy that in a way, but don't just straight out, you know, just take it. Cause then they could like copyright you or anything like that. But I tried yeah. to like do something similar to that and see if it can get recommended off that video. Uh, and yeah, that, this is what I try to do sometimes. And there's a, there's a, there's a couple of good questions coming through as well. I thought I'd put one up here from, from I assume it's Jay's step on Twitter asking like, if, if you weren't a YouTuber, what do you think you'd be doing right now? Cause you said, cause basically cool. you said you left college and you were like yeah. to your parents, I'm still not making any money. Please don't make me go back. So, so what, what would you be doing otherwise? Uh, if it wasn't for YouTube, I think I would have just continued uh, trying to develop games. Cause that's what my course was doing. So yeah, okay. either playing games or developing games. <laughs> you got to be, you got to be some way involved. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was another good question here on LinkedIn from Jeff as well. Um, 
just asking like how many hours of video games and content creation do you think you've produced? So you said you're doing like how many videos a week are you doing as a whole? Like six videos and they're on average like 10 minutes or more long. Yeah. And then so second like- channel. Uh, so it could be like eight something videos a week. Uh, yeah. I just like, I, like I just ripped out my calculator. So I'll do like the very basic, right? So we'll say like mm-hmm. if you do eight videos a week. Let's say they're an average of 11 minutes long. You're literally creating 88 minutes of content per week times one year. That's 4,576 um, minutes of content, which is 76 hours of content per year. And you've been oh, doing wow. it for seven years, which is nuts. <laughs> If you think about like, because the, the thing, like one of the things that inspired me so much and why I like working with you is because you always keep to that content schedule no matter what. And you basically do it all yourself. There's like not many YouTubers do that, right? Like not, like not many YouTubers will record their own game. Obviously you have to record your own gameplay because you're a talent, but yeah. come up with all of your content ideas. You record your own gameplay, you edit it, you post it, you do all your own tweets and that kind of stuff too. Like, do you, do you know any other YouTubers or many others that are anywhere near your size or creating that much content that, that do that too? Um, some of my friends do, uh, but sometimes they do get like editors and stuff, but majority of the time they, they pretty much do everything themselves. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's nuts, man. Cause if you think about like, cause like I said, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a bit. And, and one thing that opened my eyes up a lot to that is the Joe Rogan podcast, which sold for a hundred million dollars to Spotify is literally some security guards, him, Jamie and two video editors. That That's the whole podcast. And Jeez. you compare that to like, if, if there was like a, a um, corporation that was making 88 minutes of like high quality content per week for any kind of channel, you'd probably have like 20 employees behind that. So you're literally yeah. like, Twenty employees just into you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which Gets is nuts. Stressful. And if and if you look at that from a I guess a business standpoint with your margin, which is like, you know, how much you have to spend to create that content, your margin is like ninety nine point nine percent. Because what is it? Like you, yeah. you've obviously got your house, but everyone needs a house to live in. Um yeah. you've you've got like a you know, what is it, a five, six grand gaming PC, but that was part of a campaign that we did together. So like, yeah. how much does it really cost you to do business? It's just your time, really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is nuts. And I know, I know you know this, but I'm just saying it again because it just puts me into disbelief most of the time. Like the amount of work that you do is ridiculous. Yeah. Do you get do you get burnt out at all? Like, like how do you keep to that schedule? I, I find it hard to keep to a schedule. I, I definitely get burnt out, yeah. Uh, I just get, like, very, like, lazy because of it. But I, I just, like, try to push through it. Yeah. Even though, like, like, I don't feel like recording a video. I could be so tired. I'm just like, you know what? Like, I can't – I try not to go two days without an upload or else I feel, like, guilty. Like I can't do that at all. <laughs> so even if I don't feel like recording, even if I'm in a bad mood, sad, anything, like I have to just push through it. So it's kind of bad in a way. Like you shouldn't really do that, but it's just what I put myself through. <laughs> yeah, I know that we've we've talked about that a bit. Like I've asked you, like if you'd want to take a break. Um because, you know, like I, I get burned out a bit too and it, and it sucks when you get stuck in that hole. You feel like you're in a hole and you can't get out of it. Yeah, and- yeah. I feel like at least you get better at recognizing it. Like, like, do you find that over the years that you're better at recognizing when you're, you know, going to burn out and you can pull yourself out of that hole a bit easier? Yeah. 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 Like what, 
what would be, what would have to happen for you to bring on other people to help you? Is that just like something you would never want to consider getting an editor on board or getting someone to help um, you with shooting content or whatever? I'm not sure. I haven't really thought about it. I, I feel like maybe eventually I might, if I was like struggling to upload, uh, I don't know. It really all depends to be honest. There was one time I did have a map maker that would just build the do not chooses for me, but that was only for a really small amount of time. And then he left. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know, maybe down the track I might, but who knows? Yeah. Cause it's, it's hard. Like, like, um, like another YouTuber mate of mine, Astro Kitty talking to him about it. Like he got an editor because he was getting burnt out doing Twitch full time and YouTube. And, but, but he said it just didn't work for him because the editor couldn't do exactly the same style. He had like that particular meme style yeah. uploads and that yeah. he reckons that really hurt him as far as that goes. Like, is that a concern for you as well? Uh, not too much. I feel like the main thing is relying on someone to get it done in time. Cause like, what, what if they didn't, then I, I miss an upload when I could have just done it myself. So that's another big reason why I try to do everything myself. Cause then I know it can come out on time or if I'm a little bit late, but to rely on someone that has their own problems to go through and whatever else they have in their life. Like, I just feel like I should be doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in, dude, I've been in the same situation so many times. Thankfully I've got like a superstar that I work with now, um, Adam Bax, who I'm sure is watching and he is great because it's someone that I know that I can trust with that content. And then yeah. I know that if we ever need anybody else to help us, I know that he can direct them and handhold them or headlock them through like whatever, whatever needs to be done. But you're right. Like giving up that control is so hard quite often. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's your, it's your baby, right? Like you spent seven years training, <laughs> hundreds of hours of content like to grow this thing the last thing you want is for someone to screw up and just not not deliver yeah yeah i'm going to be interested to, to see if you end up picking it picking up an editor over that period of time or maybe someone who's listening if you think you're a high quality editor head to uh <laughs> youtube and send in send in your e-resume <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I guess um, so some of the other questions I can see here, like coming through the chat as well is like dealing, dealing with viewers. So we said at the start, like, you know, you, d you didn't really want to do a face reveal and stuff because you didn't want too many people to recommend you. Do you get, do you get much toxicity? Like in your comments, do you get many people arguing, you know, how do you, how do you deal with that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, I get some pretty mean comments, but to be honest, I just, don't read it. <laughs> I try to just yeah. ignore like all everyone that's, you know, trying to be negative and I just try to focus on the people that, as you know, saying a uh, nice video or thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. Have a nice day. Like I love those kind of comments, but mm. yeah, I, I haven't really ran into any major problems where like something bad has happened and I'm getting like a ton of hate or anything. So but now that I just said, I'll probably just jinx myself and down the track, I'm going to get hate for something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I'd hate to keep talking about it forever, but I've always considered that Joe Rogan methodology of he just doesn't, he doesn't read comments ever. Doesn't reply oh. to them, doesn't read them. But I feel like, like he's at a certain size where you can afford to do that. I think like, yeah, you know, when you're like a mega that. celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just Yeah. But it's got to be, like, do you, do you feel some sort of ownership for your fans? Like you have to direct them into a positive conversation. Like, I feel like it must, must be pretty crap if you're just sitting there and you see like five or six people just like slinging hate at each other in your comments off, off yeah. your video 
Like, do you, do you feel like a sense of ownership around that? Uh, I feel like majority of the time they were good, to be honest. Uh, I don't really see too many people like arguing in the comments where I have to like jump in and be like, yo, chill guys, relax. Uh, yeah. yeah, most of the time it's good. Uh, I, guess- I, I have some like black listed words, so it doesn't appear in my comments. So that's also a good thing. Yeah, and I guess like your comments, I mean, your content's like quite positive as well, right? It's not like you're talking yeah. about drama and funky causing yeah, staring exactly. shit or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like that's good. why no one's really saying much. <laughs> have you have you gotten anyone in the past try to find out your identity? Like where you live, any any crazy fan stories or anything like that? Uh, I've had someone say my full name in the comments before. I have no yeah. idea how. They said my first name and last name. I was like, wait, what? How? <laughs> that's yeah. like, I haven't even shared that before. So I, I haven't even shared my first name before. So that's that creeps me out a little bit. Yeah, damn. Yeah, that's good because I almost called you by your first name before. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know if you've- yeah, no yeah. one, no one really knows my name. Only yeah. my like close friends. So, yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, I was, was going to say like, um, the the only other example I can think of is um, is how to basic. You know, the guy throws eggs at everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a lot of people think he's me. I went on um, I went on anything for views. I went on his live stream once before he was banned off Twitch in Perth when I was over there for work, and we went pub crawling together, and I don't know, did some crazy stuff. And um, yeah, he he told the stream like it looked really sincerely that I was that I was how to basic, and some guys actually tracked us down at the pub we were at. I was like trying really? to buy a beer at the counter, and these kids ran up to me. And even today, like I get messages. I think I posted one on my Twitter like I don't know, maybe a month ago. Someone found my personal Facebook and sent me a message. He's like, yo, are you, are you, um, are you how to basic? <laughs> is there a reason, like, is it only just because that guy said it was you kind of thing or? I don't, I don't know. I've I seen some conspiracy it. theories that he's, he might have a similar name to me. Um, there's, yeah. there's been some conspiracies of some screenshots and he might look like a little bit similar to me, but I mean, how can you, how, even if you are him, like, how could I prove it? Do I need to like throw some eggs at something? <laughs> like, I thought he's done a face reveal. Has he not? I don't think so. I, he did a face reveal video, but it was a joke. It was everybody saying, I'm how to basic. So it was like Vsauce uh, and okay. all these famous YouTubers were just being like, no, I'm how to basic. And they just started screaming. The, the did Marshmallow do something like that? Did he really? Yeah, that yeah, like, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But I guess it's the same thing, right? Like he probably maybe doesn't want to be known as the guy that like sets his toilet on fire and shit in a house. Like that's some pretty wacky wild stuff. Yeah, these videos are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Great it's, not, it's not what I would want to do. I want to know what his house looks like. For anyone who hasn't seen this guy before, the, the YouTube name is How and then the number two and then basic. And his shtick is that he used to do like how-to videos when they became big. Like, you know, people do how to tie your shoes and it goes viral on Facebook, but it starts <laughs> off like a normal video. And then usually it ends with him like setting things on fire. Like it's always involves him throwing eggs at stuff. So he'll do like, he, he did one. I think it was like how to clean a toilet or something. And he ends up taking a sledgehammer to a toilet and smashes it in half and, <laughs> and things like that. I'd, I'd hate to see what his house looks like. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a mess. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's a hotel or something. <laughs> oh, imagine. Jeez. Yeah, I can say I can say that I'm not how to basic, but if people want to think I am, that's fine. I'll throw some eggs at you at, at the next <laughs> Axel Live event. <laughs> so, like, where do, do you do you have like a goal of where you want to go to with your channels and stuff, or has it been over this whole time? Has it just been just keep making videos and just keep grinding and see what? Yeah, happens? yeah, pretty much just keep grinding. 
uh, eventually, you know, want to aim to hit 10 mil, but I feel like it's going to be a very hard goal to reach, but I'll mm. try. Because you're at like, like what, 1.95 1. mil on your main channel or something like that at the moment? I think it's like one point. Yeah, I think it's uh, like 7K away for 2 mil. Yeah, damn. So what, like 1.93. That's pretty, that's pretty crazy, dude. Yeah. So like as, as far as like, global minecraft youtubers go do you do you do collabs with any of the other guys at all or you just stick to yourself and, and do your own content um i usually just stick to myself but i do like record with some other friends of mine uh but yeah usually just to myself <laughs> it's crazy that you've got like this you've got this whole ecosystem that's like just based mm-hmm. around yourself and these types of content and it's crazy to me coming from like that business background of just like I don't want to say there's no plan because you're obviously super dedicated to what you do, but it's just, it's so, I don't, I don't know how to put this into like proper words because I'm always trying to be the translator, right? But even to me, sometimes it's crazy that you can literally just be like, hey, I want to make YouTube videos. And then literally that's just what you've stuck with for, you know, for seven years, smashing it out hardcore. You're like, I don't give a shit about if my views go up and down. I just want to get more subscribers. I'll keep wanting to make money. I want to keep making money. I want to keep making YouTube videos and I'll just do whatever, whatever comes to yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty nuts. Do you ever sit back and just think like, you know, holy shit, like I've got almost 2 million subscribers. I bought a house in cash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, wait, am I like still dreaming? Like wake me up, please. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty nuts. I mean, what's the next, what's the next purchase for you? You've, you've bought a house. Like, like what's next? I want a better car. I yeah. definitely want a nice one. Now you're driving. Uh, what was that? You're driving like an '86 at the moment, right? Like a Toyota '86. Uh yeah. Well, the BRZ. Yeah. BRZ. So you're a bit a bit of a cars guy then. Yeah, I like the uh, have the uh, what's it called? The pop makes the loud gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> you got like the like the backfiring, the backfiring yeah, exhaust. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's I so mean, great. you can't go faster. I'm a Subaru fan too, so I used to have a. Um, I used to have it like a six cylinder Liberty, like a 3.0 R B, which is like a Bill Steen edition of the Liberty. So a three liter engine and I had a nice exhaust on it and, you know, driving through the hills and things like that. And you just can't beat that horizontal um, engine sound. I love it, man. I love it so yeah. much. I got a so noise complaint. <laughs> really? <coughs> yeah. Because uh, like no one would know what you do, right? Like what, like what kind of people do you live around? Do you just, do you live around a place that's just got like families in it? Do you live in like an area that's got like, you know, other people who have quiet. So I'm not sure, but with my parents' house, I would just uh, get bored and drive at nighttime and I'd be popping around just cause I like the sound of it. But one time I was just like up in my room, like just on my computer, I think I was like editing a video or something. And my dad came in my room and he's like, uh, the cops are here. I was like, wait, what do you mean the cops are here? Like, yeah, they, they want to talk to you. I was like, wait, what have I actually done? I haven't done anything. And then that's when they're like, yeah, a few people have made complaints about your car with the popping noise and stuff. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's kind of scary. That's the life you live. What did, what did you think they were there for? You haven't paid your tax or something? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But they took my uh, my rego plate thing off me. It was yeah, right. custom plates too, and they I don't think they were supposed to do that. The next day they came back and gave it back to me, so it was kind of weird. Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. 
I was going to ask you what it was, but it's probably not a good idea to tell everyone what your what your registration <laughs> number is. <laughs> so like um, so like some of the, some of the other stuff that we talked about in the past is like, um, you know, like like how you make your money. And this is a question I get asked all the time from traditional people. So can you give a breakdown? Like, what are your as they call revenue streams? What what kind of ways do you make money through having a YouTube channel? Uh, so most of it's just, you know, ads and if you have a like good CPM, uh, that can definitely change the way, like say if you got 1 million views, that could be either 1k or if your CPM is good and you're making, uh, like 10 minute videos of double ads, you know, that could be an easy, like 4k to 5k, something like that. Uh, Yeah. So is that is that price in? Are you talking, um, say one k to five k? That like Australian dollars, US dollars? Yeah, yeah. AUD, yeah. AUD, yeah. So it's like three and a half k. So I guess for anyone like you didn't pick up on that properly, you know, like we talked about before, you can, like, you can spend four or so hours as a whole to make a YouTube video from start to finish. Would you say, including like recording and, and editing and that yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah. yeah. So you can make about five k in four hours essentially if you make a good video that's over ten minutes long. Yeah. Yeah, which is nuts to think about. And then you think yeah. about you doing that, you know, multiple times per week as well, right? Yep. Yeah. So then, like, so besides CPM, so, so and for those people who don't know, CPM is essentially when Fusion Direct posts a video to YouTube, um, people will watch it. If they don't have an ad blocker on, they'll get served YouTube ads and then Fusion Direct will be paid a certain amount of money per thousand views that comes onto there. Um, so that's what CPM means is cost per million and, and million is the, I think it's the Latin word for thousand or something like that. So that's a, that's yeah. a quick, um, that's a quick uh, university lesson for you. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then obviously the other way you make money is through sponsorship, right? So we've done some work together yeah. um, where, you know, you'll do like an ad role that'll be part of the video. So, so we work together to do one for like NVIDIA and MSI where we helped you to get like a five, $6,000 gaming PC that looks like it's a Minecraft block. You'll do like an ad for it in a video. You'll say thanks to the sponsor. Like here are the features of the product. You'll get paid by having that. Um, machine as well as you get paid by having some cash as well so like is that is that much of a focus for you at all like selling those kind of ads or do you just kind of take them as they come uh yeah i don't really focus too much on it just if it if i get an email about it i either accept it or i deny it depends if it's yeah like some i've had like some website sponsor and i was like nah like i don't think it would go well with my content i guess but yeah if it's like a gaming one i usually take it like i think recently i did raid shadow legends for my second channel so (laughs) everyone's been sponsored by them (laughs) everyone has i'm waiting for my sponsorship my linkedin sponsorship (laughs) raid shadow legends oh yeah i've done a few of them actually i think like two of them yeah so what would you so what would you say in like percentage like if you were to look at your overall earnings like what what percent would come from these kind of ads um, and product placements and what percent would come from the CPM? Is it, it's, it's not, it's obviously not like 50, 50. Is it like 80, 20, like 90, 10 or something like that? It would be like a 90, 10. Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. So like, you know, obviously um, I was talking to, um, so I was just trying to think, I can't say who it is, but I was talking to, I was talking to a company last night and, and, you know, they want to work more with YouTubers to sell ads. And one of the things that I said to them from a business standpoint is that, um, 
as they say, like the, the, the standard thing is like cash flow is king. And for you, like as a traditional business, what works really well is just by doing what you're doing and uploading videos, you're making money, yeah. right? And that's 90% of your money because Google's not going anywhere and your ad money goes up and down a bit, right? Like with, when coronavirus first started, your CPM went down. Um, yeah. When the adpocalypse started, it went down, but it never goes to zero. So you're always still making, you know, a few grand a day at least off your videos. Yeah. And then the upside comes from selling those things on. And that's, and it's, it's just such an advantage to me because if you look at like, if you look at most agencies, you look at most esports teams and things like that, they often rely a hundred percent on only those sponsorships. And for yeah. you, you're making fantastic amounts of money and you don't have to rely on those sponsorships at all. If they went away tomorrow and you never got a sponsorship again, you've only lost fine. 10% of your, of your total revenue, right? Yeah. I'd say actually even 5% of it. It's not yeah, much. Well. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. Man, way to, way to talk me down about the campaign we did together, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like that, that campaign, like even though it was good and everything, just a small amount of that, like YouTube, just me uploading is better than getting mm. sponsors. Like I would need to get 20 sponsors to at least match it, I feel like. The other thing too, right, it's a lot of effort, right? Because you have to create the content for the sponsor. You have to figure out like will my viewers like what the sponsor's yeah. talking about? Like we'll exactly. actually be able to deliver for them and all that kind of stuff. Right. So it's a lot of effort for you too. Yeah. I kind of get scared each time I do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, Oh, am I actually going to perform like perform well in this? Are my fans even going to click the link? Like I hope so. Like mm. I, for some reason, like I don't want the, the brand to just like, Oh, we're not going to work with him anymore because he didn't really get that many people in. Like yeah. download the game or whatever it might be, but yeah, it's like some, it's like some um, high key anxiety. I got that too because we we started doing ads on my LinkedIn. Um, we've yeah. got we've got four clients now that we're doing like content based ads for, and you get that anxiety of just like, what if I just post this one video and just nobody watches it at all? Like, what if it just bombs? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it can like ruin your reputation as much as it can like ruin just the you know few thousand dollars or whatever that you're getting paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's stressful, man. <laughs> <laughs> so stressful. So the, so the other thing you said too is like you really have to be careful with what kind of brands that you advertise with. So yeah. like, and for those people who don't know, like every YouTuber will, will have essentially like a business email and anyone can access that. Like if you go to anyone's YouTube, if you go to Fusion Droids YouTube and you click on the about box, there's a capacha you have to do to prove you're not a robot and then you can get access to his um, business email to send it, you know, directly to him. So you're getting like a ton of companies coming through that. How, how many emails a day are you getting and, and how are you picking like these companies to advertise with? Are you making sure that, um, you know, they're kind of what they're selling aligns with your audience. Are you worried about maybe, um, you know, showing off a scam or something like that on your YouTube yeah. channel? With your fans? Yeah. Uh, so some, some days there could be none. I could get zero emails to do with anything. Mm. Uh, so it doesn't like happen a lot, but when I do get an email, like read through it, make sure, you know, it's legit. Cause Oh, what, what was it that time where we were doing something and that person wasn't going to pay me because I messed up with the link or something like that. That was so annoying. Yeah. That person, whoever that was, I'm not going to say it, but yeah, yeah okay. that I just want to make sure like they're legit. Cause I don't want to go through all this trouble of making the ad. And then they're just like, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. 
That yeah. was like, I've done that a couple of times where like I've pretended that I'm someone's manager because I got like <laughs> an email signature and a different email. And it was, what was yeah. it? They, they gave you the wrong information and then they gave you an unrealistic timeline and then you delivered anyway. But then because the brief they yeah. gave you was wrong, they weren't going to pay you. And then yeah. they wanted you to do another ad for them that like yeah. a completely separate one. And I think yeah. I remember I was like, look, you know, I'm I pretended I was like, I'm his manager. Like you need to like double the pay if he's going to do anything for you ever again. And you need to pay it up front. <laughs> I think all they lost was like 10 K views of the video with the wrong link or something like that. And they're telling yeah, me to right. redo the whole thing. I was like, yo, like you got the views you wanted me to do. Like how does this make any difference? <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. So it's got to be hard to like, it's got to be hard to protect yourself, right? Because you're, you're, yeah. you're not only protecting yourself, but you're protecting your viewers as well. Because a lot of your viewers yeah. are fairly young too, like creating Minecraft content. The last thing you yeah. want to do is, you know, send them to some site that's, that's a scam for like a porn site or, you know, it's like scamming kids out of money and not delivering products and things like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you got like some kind of thing, but yeah, I remember that. I remember that. So basically <laughs> they gave you a long link post and then yeah. you fixed the link after only 10,000 views happened on the video where most of your videos get a hundred thousand to a million views anyway, but they still wanted to refuse to pay you just because of yeah. those first 10,000 views. Yeah. It was a joke. I was like, can't be serious. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And I guess that's the case for managers in this, in this space. Right. But as we know, like so many of the managers are just as dodgy as the brands are. Some of the times they're taking extra money when they're not, you know, when they're not yeah. supposed to and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And some, some clients are pretty strict about that. Like we've done some work together. Um, and you know, one of, one of my clients actually requires the agency to pay the influencer and then to prove that, that, that the influencer has been paid before they can claim through. So I guess like that makes sense in some of the aspects. Cause I've seen some, you know, I've seen some dodgy management agencies out there before that are taking like 40% cuts from people, but telling oh, wow. others that they're only taking like 10, 15%. Jeez. Nuts, man. It's a jungle out there sometimes. Because there's no like, there's no real like accreditation, right? In this industry, there's no like, you, you don't have to do a degree, right? You don't, you don't yeah. have to have some sort of accreditation. Like, how closely is like the Australian tax office even aware of like what the hell you do? Like, most likely they've got no, no idea at all. Yeah. And my accountant's a little confused. <laughs> and the same with the other ones. You have to talk, really. I got to, I got to get you to talk to me. <laughs> yeah really good because that's that's why we started talking i remember in the first place because we were going to do a campaign together but you were you were tweeting about like man paying tax sucks so yeah. bad and i remember messaging you i was like <laughs> a like how much are you earning and, and b like what do you mean like if you got a proper account then it sounds like you maybe have more of a bookkeeper than an accountant who doesn't really know what's going on yeah yeah i don't want to shit talk to them too much live on air so <laughs> <laughs> so like so like there's a few things we've covered today right so so um so to do like a bit of a recap, because I, I really enjoy this conversation. I, I, I mean, I always join when we talk together, but to, to do a bit of a recap of the conversation, number one is, you know, you've been doing this for seven years. You create a ridiculous amount of content, like eight, eight videos per week at minimum, really six, kind of six to 10. Um, you know, you, you're able to buy a house and cash at 22. Some, if your videos perform well, you'll make 5k AUD, just add money off a single video. Um, if you're selling ads, you know, you'll own, that's only 10% really of, of how much money you make just off your CPM. And, you know, you're not really sure where you want to go with it, but you're okay with that. You're just cruising along and, and you're doing everything as, yeah, as it comes. Enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. 
It's crazy, man. It's like it's hard for me to believe. Imagine how hard it is for like a 55-year-old with like a master's of business administration who's working like senior at KPMG to believe. Like no wonder their brain explodes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, you know, like one of the other things that we've talked about a bit that that I want to see more YouTubers do is, you know, set up like some of your own companies. Like would that ever be something that you'd want to do? Like make your own game that's that's based around you, you know, make your own merchandise. Yeah, uh, I feel like that would be something down the in the future. I guess that'd be mm. cool to do. Because a few people doing it, right? Like, like we work a lot with Playside Studios, who's Australia's largest independent games development company, um, and they're going through a listing on the stock exchange at the moment. They announced a couple of weeks ago, um, and you know they they do a lot of work with Hollywood Studios, but also with influencers and stuff too. So they've created like um, they've created like an aug- uh, augmented reality wine app for some guys they create like a fitness app for some other influencers. They've got a meditation app for some others too. Like it seems to be a pretty cool thing. Like it would be really interesting to see like a fusion droid app where people can play like this mini game as you like, I don't know, like a flappy bird Minecraft type thing <laughs> running along. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've thought about making a Minecraft server as well. Definitely something I want to do in the future. Yeah. I watched, I them, I watched the video. Like, I don't know how to go about it. I need like people oh, really? that can code. I need to do a lot of research, how that works. And, but it'd be definitely cool to just see people playing on my server. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be good. I've just written down a note, man. We'll, we'll talk after this, but um, hey, I'll get you in contact with someone who can make one for you. Cause the, I mean, the amount of money you can earn off those are ridiculous too. I, I watched a video on, um, I, w- I watched a video on how much Vicstar's made off his Minecraft. Server. I was about to say Vicstar. Yeah. People yeah. like, and, and I guess once again to explain for people who don't know, essentially what this would mean is, is Fusion Droid would have a server in Minecraft um, and, you know, people would be able to join and play in it, but people will pay for certain things. So there's usually a limit to how many people can play in a server. So some people might pay to be guaranteed able to join. Um, people might pay for like certain admin rights um, and and other things like that. And you know, there's there's someone um, in the comments here, another friend of mine, Hades, who was a Minecraft YouTuber, probably around the time you started. Actually, he did a lot of Minecraft music videos back in oh, like yeah. 2013 type time, and he was making ten thousand dollars a month off um, Minecraft servers and then selling them to people. And you know, and that's that's how he got started in the industry. And that's yeah. one of the reasons I love working with him because he's such an entrepreneurial guy. You know, he knows how to make money out of thin air. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'll definitely, I'll, I'll hook you up with a couple of people to talk to um, right. about that. Sounds like a pretty cool opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully we can make it together when this lockdown ends and we can finally catch up. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Goddamn yeah. lockdown. Hayes is saying as well about, um, he used to, he's just talking in the Twitch chat here. He's saying it's been five years, but he used to host every main major YouTuber's Minecraft servers back in the day, including Sky does Minecraft. Oh, wow. I assume that probably rings a bell for you. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Another guy's commenting here on LinkedIn that they're making a Minecraft server based on blockchain technology. Oh, what? Yeah, right. And there's a few other there's a few other people just commenting through here because we we're, we're kind of coming um kind of coming to near the end of the podcast, I guess, because we're both busy guys and don't want to talk forever. But there's a couple of questions here. Someone asking, "What are you doing for Christmas? You got any plans?" Uh, family's coming over. That's about it. That's why I, mean, I got the massive table with eight people, <laughs> eight <yeah>. seater. Because, <laughs> like, you know, I think in Australia is usually one person of the family will host, like, everyone, right? In, in the yeah. place. So, I guess you bought the house, that's you this year, right? You got to have the screen. Yeah. Keys and, 
Exactly. Yeah. I need to put the Christmas tree up. I don't even own a Christmas tree. I need to go get one. <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy. My girlfriend said this year we don't need to put up a Christmas tree. I love it. Oh, really? I just can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm not the Grinch, but uh, maybe maybe close to it. So, is there any other like bits of um, advice or inspiration you want to give anyone who's wanting to make a YouTube channel, or maybe they're grinding away and they haven't been able to grow? Like, what's what's kept you going this whole time? Is is there something that you tell yourself, like a bit of advice? Um, I know it's going to sound weird, but just don't give up. Like, I know that's why everyone says, but I. I mean, I was at the point where I felt like giving up. I was just like, man, like, there's so much work. The views are still, like, low. I just want to quit. But I feel like when you're at that stage, that's when you just want to keep going more because that pushes you to want to succeed. Mm. Uh, So, yeah, definitely just keep grinding. No matter what views you get, YouTube algorithm can just switch up and favor you and then boom, you're blowing up out of nowhere. It just can happen. That's really true, man. And you see that a lot, right? You see that with some people who are stuck at 50 to 100,000 subscribers, you know, making a little bit of money, but not enough to go full time for like three or four years. And then all of a sudden they just had a million. Like, Exactly. You know, an example in Australia is like Mao, who's a who's a um, Fortnite YouTuber. You know, he was oh, doing okay, but he was at school just creating videos. And then boom, all of a sudden he's got a million subscribers and he's making bank. So it can happen. Have you heard of Dream? No, no. Uh, the Minecraft YouTuber has like 12 mil now. Damn. He blew up out of nowhere doing the uh, the uh, speedrunner uh, yeah, Minecraft. Okay. So he blew up out of nowhere too. So that was crazy. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it all it takes is a good is a good idea, right? Exactly, like you yeah. said with your um, like you said with you do not choose series. Like I remember that was one that we sponsored because you know it's consistently getting high views. And I mean, how long yeah. have you been doing that series for? It was like two years now, I think. Yeah, damn. So that, that's why I don't even know how it lasted that long because usually like something like that with a series kind of thing would usually last like you know six months maybe if you're lucky. Yeah. But YouTube just kept pushing those to not choose this for whatever reason. And yeah. Are there any other, like, are there any other games that you see yourself playing at all in content or are you just always going to stick with Minecraft? Cause you know, um, your audience is young. Like you got Roblox. Um, I have thought of making a Roblox uh, channel. Like I don't think I would upload Roblox. I actually know. I think I have uploaded Roblox on my main, but I would never like switch up the whole entire channel. Like I would always stay Minecraft, but if I wanted to do Roblox, I'd just make another channel for that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> then you're gonna have three. Yeah, <laughs> more work. No, that, then that's when you actually get some editors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, how many? I didn't ask this before. I was kind of guess. Like, how many hours per week do you think you're working at the moment? Like, how many hours per day are you normally doing this stuff? Um, ooh, I'd say really just like two to three hours a day. Nuts, so, man. Yeah, two to, two to three hours a day you know, can make up to $5,000 per video and then, you know, on average an extra 500 bucks from sponsorship, you've got to even it out. Nuts. Yeah. What a world we live in, huh? When yeah. it's like, you know, you don't need like a producer and a script writer and four editors and a ho- and two hosts and camera crew. Like it's all you, like they don't even know what your face looks like. You do all of your own social media as well. Like it's obvious you do your own tweets and stories and things like that. And you're just living your life making Minecraft videos. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Is there is there somewhere you're going to go on a holiday when all this coronavirus stuff's over? Oh, I'll probably go to the US with my um, US YouTube friends. 
yeah go do something there yeah sounds good man sounds good so if uh if anyone wants to follow you online like where's where's the best place to catch your videos where's the best place to follow you on social media so youtube fusion droid twitter at fusion droid and insta also at fusion droid so i'm glad i was able to get the name and no one tried to take it (laughs) and fusion with a z obviously no no s involved yeah actually originally i um started the channel with s and i deleted that channel and made a new one yeah right is that where your um eden car videos were hosted like if i go back will i be able to find them uh no (laughs) (laughs) they're gonna be lost in the archives they're gonna be worth millions of dollars one day you're gonna be able to sell them off (laughs) oh man thanks thanks so much for coming on like i know like I know you were like a little bit nervous to come on you know you don't really do many public appearances but I really enjoyed like I always enjoy our chats together and I'm really happy that you were able to you know help us to relaunch the podcast a bit just to talk about some some cool stuff that interests me yeah well thanks for having me yeah no worries man and thanks for everyone for listening in whether you're watching live now on twitch or linkedin whether you're listening to the audio only version of the podcast um or whether you're listening anywhere else on youtube or what have you obviously we're going back to a weekly content schedule we are changing in the next four or five weeks we've got about five million subscribers in total worth of people coming on from youtube channels we've got some guys coming on who are Fortnite youtubers who are currently getting um over two thousand concurrent viewers we've got some other people with 750 to a million subscribers and going to be talking about some very similar stuff everybody does content differently and you're going to be able to find out that these people have wildly different expectations how much money to earn wildly different ways that they earn in their money so hopefully you guys can enjoy as much as i can and obviously we're still going to be doing some esports content you know i will definitely have jeff pabst from phase clan back on again to talk about their change of of how they're doing their merchandise sales and and some other things that we've been talking about and I really want to try to get some more Dota 2 pro players on together to have a bit of a debate because the question in in esports is always about like the Dota 2 International and how Valve should run that and you know publicly people have opinions privately people have opinions but I want to get some team owners some top players and some combinators together together into a room to have I don't know a bit of a friendly discussion see how it goes so once again thanks for listening everyone hopefully enjoy this new direction bye for now